my beautiful being, welcome to Primally Nourished. I'm your host, Bridget Woolley, nutritional therapist, nervous system optimizer, embodiment and trauma awareness coach. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of inspiration, information, and effective strategies in the realms of health, movement, mindset, and all things personal growth. My mission with each episode is to help you navigate your health and to create consistent and sustainable habits that align with your personal values through accessible, holistic, and functional nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle education. The focus of this podcast is to share about experiences from my own life, as well as the regular patterns and questions I see in my practice as a holistic health practitioner, and to inspire you on your own unique journey to vibrant health. Hi everyone, and welcome to my first episode. I'm so excited to be here. This podcast has been a long time coming, and this episode is going to be like a prequel to what is to come, an introduction to who I am, what I do, and what can you can expect from the podcast moving forward. As a nutritional therapist and movement teacher, I've been coaching in health and wellness for over 10 years now. And I've had so many conversations and experiences around the topics of hormones, digestive health, fatigue, stress, relationships, family, kids, motherhood, as well as the more intimate conversations around love, fear, disease, limiting beliefs, self-sabotage, and not feeling good enough. And it's these intimate conversations that have truly inspired me to bring this podcast to life. And so I'm so excited to kick off the first episode, and I have my amazing partner in life and business and (laughs) all things here to interview me. Yeah, thank you. I'm super, super And if you don't know her name, Brittany Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Bridget Willie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm so honored to help introduce you to the world. It's, that's like, brings me so much joy. Yeah. Here we are. Here we are. And when Bridget asked if I would be interested in helping interview her for her podcast, I just felt, yeah, A, so touched because that is like what I want to do is like share you with the world, like help support you in the world. Yeah. And um, I had a lot of fun coming up with some questions that I thought you guys might have. I was thinking like if I were a Mm -hmm. podcast listener, what would I want to know? Yeah. So we've come up with some questions together. And I'm sure there'll be some inspired ones as well. It's so fun to be doing this with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah same. I, I love doing everything with you. <laughs> and I love that you're birthing this podcast into the world because it does feel like a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Your voice and your wisdom is so powerful. Like, it's it's earth-shakingly powerful the way it's influenced my life and the lives of the people around you and to imagine the reach you could have putting it on a platform like this feels really epic oh thank you for sharing that yeah yeah i feel that so much and i've really been yeah just like outlining this podcast for it feels like a year or two i'm just like sitting with it and Brittany and I have a podcast, Loving Wild and Free, if you haven't listened to it. And so it's just been so fun to uh, share there and just uh, use my voice in that way. And I just feel like there's so much that I want to share here. And I feel like so many questions I've been getting in the areas of uh, n- nourishment and nutrition and mindfulness and movement and like all the topics that this podcast will be about. And so how beautiful to just share here in, in these episodes. So. 
so excited to receive your <laughs> questions and to be interviewed and um, yeah I feel really excited to kick off the podcast in this way thank you yeah me too and I think this is perfect um, so let's start with the first one what has been the impetus or inspiration for you starting this podcast yeah sharing my journey yeah sharing more intimate details of me and what I do and the different modalities and um, and the impetus like I feel like really having a podcast with you over the last year has really been so beautiful to just hear the feedback that we've been getting from the world and how you know what we talk about uh, and a big part of our podcast right now if you haven't listened to it is like relationships and nervous system and trauma um, and connection and communication and all of these things and so I feel like as I've been sharing more with you on that podcast platform just feeling like wow there's so much that I want to share like I've been wanting to like talk about on our podcast yeah (laughs) well I'm just yeah I've been wanting to start a podcast for a while on my own it's just like so much more fun to do things with someone else or uh, with a business partner with you um and so i think i've just put this off because it feels more of like a solo journey and i have so many beautiful solo projects i'm already doing yeah yeah i just feel really um excited to be here and to share more on all these topics that i just mentioned so yes i love that and as i've understood in addition to sharing on your own you are excited to bring on some other people yes to this podcast as well yeah yeah that'd be so fun um okay so what would you say are like the main pillars if you were to say like these are the foundational say handful of pillars maybe three or four and then maybe the subcategories of other things you're really going to be filling out the podcast with what would that be yeah Mm. the found one of the biggest pillars feels like the nervous system yeah because it is um, and I'll share more about this. I imagine I'll talk more about my my journey and what's led me to do what I do today and how it's been different but uh, f- over time. But the nervous system is how we see the world. And it's how we respond to everything. It's how we respond to the person in front of us. It's how we respond to the foods that we eat. It's how we respond to communication and connection and uh, connection with ourselves. And so if our nervous system is in a state of disarray, anything, any practices we try to embody or any food we put into our body is going to be assimilated based off of the state of our nervous system. If our nervous system is dysregulated or in balance, um, and I'll talk a, a lot about the nervous system in this podcast, so that feels like a huge one. And then nourishment. Um, as a nutritional therapist, uh, food is is powerful, and not just food, but like really looking at the different organ systems in the body and like what the body's asking for and tuning in and understanding our own personal messages signs and symptoms that the body could be telling us so you know as a nutritional therapist when i say nourishment it's it's so much more than just the food it's it's how the body is responding it's how the organ systems are responding and then the organ systems are related to the nervous system um so 
kind of branching off of that just for a minute, I just had this like vision of like these different layers of the body, right? Like we've got the skeletal system and the muscular system and the nervous system and the organs and like then the top layers of the body. And so everything, each of these layers are feeding into the other. And so I, I encompass all of these layers into the work that I do. So, um, yeah, like whole body integration is kind of like another pillar, like, um, and then movement, movement, uh, embodiment, how we're tuning in to our system each day, how we're tuning into how we're feeling, uh, where we're at in our cycle, uh, yeah, what our body's needing and asking for in any given day. So, and, and then, and then movement too, is just like such a beautiful way to move energy in the body. And a lot of times dis-ease is because there's just a lot of stuck, stagnant energy in the system and we just need to move it. Um, and learning how to move too, like learning how to be a wild human and to be really integrated and connected to your body and the systems that telling you like, oh, man, where do I feel tight? Where do I feel pain? Where do I feel headache, my back hurt? Like why, what's going on here? Um, and so, um, one piece I really love is, um, all the different layers of <laughs> wisdom and practice I've had in these areas and how to help someone maybe understand what their body could be communicating to them. Yeah. So I think those are like the main pillar pillars. And then, you know, if you follow me on Instagram, I'm really into astrology. Um, so like also like where you're at in your life and like what your energetic and elemental makeup is and how that could be impacting your digestifier or, or, um, or your energy or your sleep or your mood or all these things. So it kind of, kind of depends on, I was going to go off on another tangent there, so I'll stop. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, that feels great. And I feel like in highlighting these main themes, you also hit on so many others, like talking about cycle health and mm -hmm. relationships and, yeah, all these things that how you are existing with those main pillars really shifts what you're getting back in return. Yeah. And Primally Nourish, you know, is the, the name of this podcast and also, I think another big pillar is is being in tune with our wild human, like the primal. That is how I live every day, like, d you know, down to, you know, just like the little things, like being out in the morning sun and practicing cold exposure and contrast therapy and putting my feet on the earth and crawling around and expressing myself and dancing and like eating wild food and like living more in tune with maybe how we used to live but not fully because we also do live in the modern world so um you know bridging the gap between ancestral primal living and um all the tools and resources um we have today and just the environment that we live in today so yeah i love that that's perfect one of the questions i was going to ask is like can you speak to the primal nature of mm -hmm. things and and what that is all meaning and why it's so important and why you included it in your podcast title and yeah i feel like you really just did yeah yeah it feels like such a part of me for like everything i do i kind of want to do from this more like wild human uh, uh concept that feels when I think about disease in our world today, it does feel like, yeah, maybe like being a little disconnected from those the primal rituals. And when I say that, I mean like 
living more in sync with nature and the moon and the seasons and because we are like we are an energetic makeup of the earth we are the the four element five elements within our body and so um you know i'll, I'll probably expand on those things over time um, bringing in some elements of like ayurveda and elemental wisdom and earth magic and all these things so um because yeah i think they really do play a role in vibrant health um in the way i see vibrant health yeah <laughs> beautiful um i think you kind of just spoke to this but in case there's any lingering stuff that we get hit on here is what are some of your overarching life philosophies particularly around primal living movement nourishment yeah I definitely heard you just highlight a lot of that, like mm-hmm. living in tune with your primal nature and like in tune with your intuitive power, in tune with your like deep inner wisdom and knowing. Yeah. Yeah, I think the only thing that I haven't touched on yet that feels really important to share, I love what you just said, like the, our innate wisdom. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that is a big piece of this is we're all so different. You know, we all have a a completely different energetic and elemental makeup and we all need different things at different times. And so um, I never give the same approach for anyone (laughs) because it's like our innate wisdom is always speaking to us. And so, um, you know... I don't know, I don't want to say hundreds or thousands of years ago, because I don't know when, but (laughs) some time ago, we were so much more connected with um, knowing what plants did what, knowing what foods to eat, knowing um, what the messages of our bodies were saying. Like, we were so, we had so much innate wisdom, um, really connected to the magic of our intuition and to the, the signs and symptoms that our body is always giving to us and I feel like in modern day we are pretty disconnected from that innate wisdom of like okay like this thing's going on with me so I'm gonna go to the doctor and I'll get this pill and blah, blah, blah. but like there's always a root issue to the message that the body is giving and so um, you know that is this one of my main philosophies is what is your body communicating to you? Yeah, maybe you have this pain or you can't sleep or you're constantly thinking about food or uh, your cycles, like you have PCOS, whatever the thing is, you have autoimmune, like, but where, let's trace that back. Like, where did that start? What is the root of that? And what are the messages that your body's been giving to you over time? Um, You know, when I, start working with a client I have this it's called a signs and symptoms questionnaire and it's about 500 questions and they're each like 20 to 30 questions corresponds with different organ systems of the body and every time I work with a client I hear like wow I didn't know I wouldn't even know that's not normal or like I don't want to say normal but like I've just been living with this symptom or this message my whole, like, for a long time. And I just, like, totally forgot. And this signs and symptoms questionnaire really helped me tune in to, like, oh, wow, my body is giving me so many different messages. And I just, like, haven't been paying attention to them. Or they've been happening for so long that I just kind of swept them under the rug. And so that innate wisdom and learning to read your own body's communication is the foundation of... I feel like, yeah, primal nourishment in a certain way because 
we are also unique um, and getting back to those like primal ancestral roots of learning that innate body intelligences like if you know how to understand what your body's communicating to you you never really need a doctor in a certain way you know like totally. it's like i, I want to teach people how to like huck like yes i know what my body's communicating to me i feel like i trust myself enough to tune in i, tr I, I yeah i've taken the time to listen um and i think that's another thing like are you taking the time to listen like um, yeah, maybe I went off on another tangent. <laughs> <laughs> feels also um, relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. So, so Bridget, you, you're so wise. And <laughs> um, I love, I love just being attuned to your wisdom. I love just like sitting here absorbing it energetically. And I wonder for those, those who don't know, like, have you always been like this? Have you always been so uh, wise and mindful and healthful in how you go about life or what shifted that for you? And, and how did that sort of lead to your journey as a nutritional therapist? And I mean, you're so much more than that, but. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I do believe that you're gonna speak to this too in your next podcast more with your journey. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> have I always been like this? N no. Like, Can you give people a highlight yeah. of like sample what you used to eat or how your nervous system used to feel in any given day? Yeah, I feel like when I was a kid, yeah, I felt more connected to, to this wisdom, this, um, maybe I didn't have all these words for Being it. in your flow. <laughs> but yeah, like being, um, more primal, uh, more intuitive. Um, you know, a huge part of, also I missed, maybe one of the other pillars could be like inner child work, just yeah. like playing. Um, you know, uh, we have a three and a half year old and so like witnessing Ilya, Ilya's so connected with what they need. Yeah, like, always. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like if I think back, like yes, I, I did feel like I was playing and swimming and in my body and hanging out with my friends and expressing myself and uh, more like early uh, kid ages right because then we go through like junior high and that's just weird and we quit expressing ourselves <laughs> and then just like a lot of <laughs> yeah maybe like shame or embarrassment for me that was my journey mm -hmm. um yeah and i grew up eating a lot of fast food just like yeah just what like a typical standard american foods? diet i thrived on soda and mcdonald's <laughs> and mountain dew and ho -hos, chicken nuggets, chicken nuggets. Yeah. but yeah just like i i didn't eat very well i mean my, my parents cooked um but like yeah we ate out a lot and i always had access to snacks and sugar um and yeah, that was the main source of what I ate most of my life. And I moved out at a very young age. Um, that was right before I turned 17. And and so I was taking care of myself. Also, my parents had me when they were very young. And so I, I felt like I had been taking care of myself for a while. Um, and uh, just to share, you asked about my nervous system. And so kind of had like a interesting childhood um i mean we all have tra a traumatic childhood or trauma experiences as children but um yeah i felt like i was pretty confused <laughs> uh just growing up um 
wanting to like caretake for my parents in a certain way or just feeling like there wasn't a certain amount of like emotional uh, support, support, understanding, spaciousness. Yeah. And so I, I became very independent, very young. And when I moved out of my house, yeah, I, you know, I was in high school. I lived in this two-story townhouse with four of my friends and um, was just eating, probably like thriving on top ramen and fast food. I don't even know if I cooked anything. They're like macaroni and cheese, fish sticks, corn dogs, I don't know. Um, But yeah, so just like most of my life living um, on those things and then getting really involved with drugs and alcohol um, at that age. And um, so my system was just probably shot burdened running on adrenaline mm-hmm. um kind of always in this fight or flight state high cortisol um so disconnected from myself and toxic abusive relationships um yeah just like always looking for a high um and then that transpired uh, that I, I can see that pattern throughout uh, a lot of my adult life like when our when we're used to living in a fight or flight state and being in high cortisol a state of high cortisol so cortisol is our stress hormone and it's a really beautiful hormone it tells us yeah like when our system when there's a stressful thing in our environment our system's in a state of stress like okay find safety mm-hmm. when we're not used to having safety or knowing what a good example of safety is or how to regulate self-regulate co-regulate then you know, we kind of stay in this stressed state. And I think I've, I was in a stressed state for most of my life, uh, which caused a lot of internal dis-ease that I, I wasn't aware of. And so chasing this high, right, like adrenaline and cortisol, like I didn't feel good if I wasn't on drugs or in trauma or chaos or go 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 like just yeah because it's a crash right like if you're not getting high you you're with the you're with you're with everything yeah you haven't been with totally and eventually over time that that depleted for me but so uh, just to share a a short story when i say it was kind of so i moved out at 16 kind of in this adrenaline cortisol trauma chaos addiction i I think I was 21 when this happened. I had this epiphany. I was like at a part at a bar with all my friends. I had like maybe like 20 friends that I just like partied with all the time and hung out with all the time. And it was like I had stepped out of my body and I was like, it was like the young me that was like so full of life and so connected with myself and like a mover. I played every sport and was like a sponsored skateboarder and was just such an, uh, a BMX rider and I really raced motors. I was just so connected with my body in a certain way so like in that childlike expression so it was like that child was watching me at that bar um and i set my drink down and i just walked out it was like what are you doing like where are you like i've been yeah just feel like and so my immediate solution from that space was to run as far as i could from that right like more chaos more adrenaline like I don't think I knew what safety was, so then I had to run in this direction of seeking health from such a place of urgency. Um, it was like, okay, I was training for a marathon, and I was uh, eating vegan, and I was 
Viking and I was this. I was just like obsessed. I started becoming obsessed. Yeah, with like fitness. cold turkey overnight, no more <laughs> drugs and alcohol, put it all into like pushing your physical body towards, quote, health. Right, yeah. Like my body was addicted to the, the adrenaline of drugs and alcohol and now I was like addicted to the adrenaline of fitness. And it was like, yeah, trading one addiction for another. Pretty good step up on this. Yeah, side. that was great. Totally. Um, so this was in my early 20s and I decided I was going to train for a bodybuilding competition. And I had no concept of health. I didn't know how to feed myself. I knew how to work out. Like, I grew up working out with my dad. I was very fit and strong my whole life, uh, minus, like, maybe five years of my life where I was just like, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, saw, I felt like, okay, I have to have an extreme, right? I have to have something that's going to help me stay committed to this. And also, yeah, like, I hired a trainer throughout for a year um, for, like, my nutrition and for getting my body prepared for this um, really intense... I don't think I knew how intense it was going to be when I started, but it makes sense that I would have attracted something really intense. Um, and so I... Yeah, I was in that for a year to a year and a half, just working out two to three hours a day, um, uh, in, engaging in disordered eating, patterns I, I wasn't fully aware of then um but like going from not having any concept of health to like okay you have to follow this diet plan and it has to be this way and you have to do this much exercise right like my body was like oh this is how, like a really gripped to kind of like if you've heard the term orthorexia uh, just like obsessed with health uh, past the point of health <laughs> like it becomes so toxic and it, that was running my life for a long time and I ended up going through with the bodybuilding competition and I got second place in my first my I mean my body I guess like looked great but I was so sick like yeah. I, I didn't know it at the time but like my mind was fucked up like I was like so um yeah I, w I remember being backstage and just watching girls like pass out like just like being so undernourished um and um, yeah a side note i think uh -huh. it would be a really cool podcast sometime if you do an episode just on bodybuilding because after yeah. hearing some of the things you did especially towards the end like the last five weeks and the days leaving up leading up to the competition it's fucking crazy yeah yeah yeah, yeah that sounds fun yeah um <laughs> so just like fast forwarding like when i got out of the bodybuilding competition i my body was starving like my face was sunken in like i was so skinny um you could see every muscle in my body and um i didn't know how to feed myself still right like i had adopted this like diet culture okay can't escape that like yeah so like i started being out trying to live in the world like okay i'm gonna like eat normally oh but i'm like i'm counting every calorie in my head i'm watching what my partner's eating and i'm counting every calorie she's eating i'm looking at this person's plate and i'm just like constantly thinking about food and i'm like oh, i can't have that food i can't have this food okay if i eat that food then i have to exercise for this amount of time and da 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 da, -da. i was just like for probably two to three years just like really and exercising a lot it oh, sounds yeah. like uh -huh. yeah yeah because i was still right like in that adrenaline like i had to be um, I was also um, working a lot at that time and maybe working 40 to 50 hours a week plus exercising two to three hours a day like um, 
I was riding that adrenaline still, right? My like if I stopped moving, I didn't feel good. So I just felt like, yeah, I was exercising way more than I had the capacity to under eating, disordered eating patterns. I lost my cycle uh, for about a year and a half. I had hypothalamic amenorrhea. If you hadn't heard of that, it's like hypothyroidism while also losing your cycle. So the thyroid is the our metabolic control center. And so my metabolism was just shot. Uh, my hormones were shot. Um, you know, the, the hypothalamus, pituitary, adrenal, and thyroid axis controls every hormone in our body. So not just our sex hormones, but, you know, ghrelin and aldosterone. And so ghrelin's our hunger hormone. Aldosterone is our adrenal hormone. And so, like, I didn't know the difference between being hungry or not being hungry or I was just like always obsessed with thinking about food but also like not really eating it um yeah and so I'll see this a lot with clients it's like oh but I'm thinking about food all the time um usually that's because we're undernourished like if you're thinking about food all day long it's because your body is screaming for some support. I know you can. <laughs> I can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, and so, where do I want to go with this? Um, yeah. What What happened next? Mm-hmm. And then, how did that lead to you becoming a nutritional therapist? Yeah. Well, I was in a relationship d- during all this um, with my last partner before you. We were together for a long time, and that relationship ended. And it kind of spiraled me to realize I was sick. Um, When our relationship ended, I I kind of knew I was sick because it really forced me to have a lot of emotions and be with them in a way I hadn't. And I went out of the country for four months to just kind of like take some space to myself. And it's so trippy looking at pictures of myself from then because I was so skinny. And I was just freezing all the time, just Mm. like so cold, chronic fatigue, insomnia, I couldn't sleep. I had a blast on this four month adventure, but I was was pretty sick. And I was not really acknowledging it fully because I was so in the like, okay, I'm getting over this relationship. I'm in this new country. I'm right still in this adrenaline speaking. Like I had to put myself in this really extreme state of like, okay, I'm gonna go to another country. I don't know this language. I don't know where I'm going. I'm just gonna like figure it out. So I was kind of like, I distracted myself from a little bit of that. And then I came back to Austin and I was sick. Like when I settled here after traveling and and going through some more relationship stuff and I came back to Austin and I I, um, settled into a home and I, I just like couldn't move. I was like severe chronic fatigue, um, still didn't have my cycle back fully. Um, it would like come every couple months and uh, was really intense. It was like my body was trying to force me to stop moving. <laughs> um, and so I decided to hire a, a functional medicine doctor that I, I worked with at that time. I learned about reading my hormones. I learned that I had been riding cortisol and adrenaline for so long that they just completely plummeted. Um, and so he <laughs> it gave me a bunch of protocols and the hardest things for me were I couldn't do anything, couldn't do any exercise for a year. 
Um, so I was a chronic walker, <laughs> just listening to health podcasts and walk, walking really slowly and mindfully. Um, because actually if I walked, to, once I had like got out of the high on adrenaline and really been in the fatigue, I actually couldn't walk for more than 30 to 40 minutes at a slow pace without feeling tired. Yeah. Um, and then eating a shit ton. So, um, which was so challenging for me. Um, because I was still in, like, no, I can't do that. I'm, like, eating, like, 1,200. Like, yeah. You know, immediately eat, like, 3,000 calories a day. And all this fat and, like, if you're familiar with, like, fitness industry nutrition. Um, so I was also a, a personal trainer and a fitness nutrition specialist amidst all of this. So you were super in the industry yep. and in the belief systems all around you. Right? Yeah, like, like, no macro fat, ratios. macro ratio, calorie counting, um, bodybuilding exercise programs. Like I was really help. I was training like other uh, bodybuilding competitors, figure competitors. I was helping people lose weight. Um, so I was really in that like weight loss, fitness, diet culture. Um, I was like high performing personal trainer, fitness manager. So all that was happening for like three to four years before this. But at this time that you're highlighting, you're just doing nothing. I'm no no yeah. Like I I couldn't do anything. Um, were you were you in school yet? Had you decided to do so? Working with the the functional medicine doctor, and um, I started also working at that same time. I was working with kind of like a somatic therapist to uh, learn meditation and yoga and slow down and tune into my body. So I was kind of like working these different, um, bringing these different facets of support and really learning about my system. So it, for a year, I was just like sleeping, eating meditating feeling crying it was intense it was like i was having just like epic trauma releases of my life um um yeah really processing a lot of childhood trauma and relationship trauma and drug and alcohol abuse sexual abuse so many things it was just like all coming up at once and i was like wow i have been through so much and I could really use this to yeah, like help totally. other people. Yeah. Um, and, and at that time, I was starting to feel really grateful for my experience. At first, I was like really upset. Like, I did all this to myself. Like, I can't exercise. I'm like going through all this shit. And I have to put my life on hold. I don't even know what I want to do. Like, my relationship just ended. I'm just like, yeah. I'm back to Austin. I can't work. Like, um, yeah. And so I was like wow what a gift what a beautiful gift to get to experience all this right now and I'm just gonna learn as much as possible because I want to take like I have experience with crazy childhood trauma with nervous system dysregulation with uh, diet culture disordered eating like serious hormonal issues like I have I've been through all of this stuff and I feel like wow I could turn this into uh, wisdom um, and so I, I, I ended up going to school during this time, um, Nutritional Therapy Association. So I did that. That was like my first dive into like, oh, okay. And it completely blew my mind because everything I had learned in the fitness industry <laughs> was like the opposite of that. Like everything I teach now, like, and like really understanding the way the systems work, uh, holistic health practices, uh, ancestral healing modalities, breath, f 
food, nourishment, the sacredness of eating, um, mindfulness, uh, how to feel the body, how to use nourishment as a, a beautiful sacred practice to nourish ourselves rather than manipulate our body. It was just like the complete opposite. And also I'm so grateful I had that experience because I feel like so many people that come to me as a nutritional therapist kind of maybe have that concept like oh I'm gonna get a diet plan or oh I'm gonna I need to eat a certain amount or I and it's so not that and it's like cool there can be elements of that in there if that's the direction like there's a time and place for everything um but it's yeah what I do is, is so much bigger than that and after going to school I um you know started seeing clients um in person and online and from there that was maybe eight years ago um i started also branching off of that um so learning about like hormone testing and blood testing and nervous system healing and trauma healing and um and also uh, move my movement practice and after bodybuilding my body was wrecked (laughs) i was so tight and immobile disconnected um from how to move and how to be in my body i could barely squat hang like i was just so tight um so then also like not only was i learning how to nourish myself i was also learning how to move again from a very wrecked place um so really got more into like corrective exercise and um, like move nat and edo portal and embodiment practices and somatic healing and just like moving that stuck energy in my body and so you know as a movement teacher today too that is a lot of what i do is is teaching people to to move really intuitively and to be in their body and um and also to build strength i feel like i've had these really extreme parts of my life of really like yin and yang like really like a, a masculine and feminine like the beginning of my life was really like masculine fitness weightlifting adrenaline go 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 i really wanted to be a boy i was really confused about my gender and my sexuality and then when I got sick, really having to be in my yin and my feminine, like, wow, let me slow the, like, the complete opposite, like, I really had to be in my feminine, really had to learn to, like, touch my body and take baths, and, yeah, just, like, really slow down and tune in, um, and so I think now I, I incorporate a lot of, of a beautiful balance of both and can tune into like the energetics that maybe someone needs and like, okay, what, what, mod- what modalities could we bring in here? What, what energetic balance you know, could we bring in here? And yeah. Yeah, I love that. This, that kind of where you were headed with that really speaks to this last question I have, if, if you feel good about me introducing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just basically, I know that your official title is nutritional therapist, but I know you to be so much more than that. And I love it because I do think it's an entry point for people who are struggling in a certain area. And then, like you said, like that symptom burden burden graph, like you know Mm -hmm. from their questionnaires, like right from the beginning, there's so much more going on that just doesn't have to do with just like what people think about around nutrition. Yeah. So, yeah, can you speak to more like how your business has shifted over the years and how you've brought in more of like this full being all-encompassing health and how you bring in 
more wisdom? Like, can you kind of speak to the how your how your business continues to expand? Yeah, yeah I love that because my business is me, um, and so it's like I've worked with hundreds of beings over the years, um, and have had yeah, like the more I get to see patterns in people, see patterns in organ systems and symptoms and energetic qualities, the more I understand, like the more I'm tapping into my innate wisdom and kind of like channeling messages of like, oh, like, yes, it's a symptom burden graph. And from this physical graph, we can see that your adrenals need support (laughs) or your small intestines are not absorbing nutrients or like whatever the physical quality is. But then I can look deeper and feel into that and be like, oh, well, you know, like, yeah, how are you? What are you sensing? Yeah, like, how are you not expressing yourself? Mm. Like, where do you not feel worried? Like, you know, like each chakra is related with different organ systems certain traumas are stored in the different in the the different organs and so there's so much at play here that I think I've learned over time and so like my business has expanded because like I have expanded and I have uh, embodied more of my intuitive gifts and um, and had so much more training and and realms of the nervous system and somatic work and trauma healing and uh, so bringing that into the nutritional therapy work is so beautiful because it is like to have true healing, holistic healing, we do have to work on all facets, the physical, the emotional, the spiritual, the mental. And so, you know, that is like when, when I do receive a client, it's not just like, okay, we're going to like eat these foods and do these practices. It's like, we're also going to like go deep, go deep. If, if the person, the being you know, wants to do that. Usually I do attract beings that are <laughs> wanting to do that. And, um, but yeah, so it's like, and it keeps evolving. And I feel like I learn so much through every client too, through like, yeah, it just keeps expanding. I feel like the doors keep opening. Oh, I see this thread and this pattern. I'm like, oh yeah. Um, and it is, it's a feeling, it's a seeing. Um, and so I feel like, yeah, the more I've developed my intuitive innate gifts, the more I can help others understand their system. And I can see these patterns and these different threads of connection between maybe experiences they've had in relationship or in childhood and how their um, physical symptoms are expressing themselves. And, and then also, well, yeah, like what foods support that? Yes, <laughs> that is a huge part, um, but maybe it's like 50%. So... Yeah. yeah, I love that because I think it really speaks more to the energetic healer that you are. And that is a direct, I see that as a direct reflection of the energetic clearing that you've been doing within your own being. And like that you are more available to read energy, to be here for this wisdom. And that you have educated yourself. I've seen you educate yourself on so many, in so many different areas just in these last four years of knowing you and really expand and... So yeah, it just feels like so powerful to highlight the deeper, like the actual work that Mm. you're doing in the world. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for seeing me. Yeah, I love it. And I've gotten to work with you as a a client of your amazing energetic healing at multiple times in my life. And Mm. it's been mind-blowing, always revolutionary. And 
I think anybody who works with you one-on-one is just (laughs) in the best hands. And also I know that people being here, just receiving your wisdom through the vibrations of this podcast, you're going to get so much out of it too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited about it. I love this episode. This has been so fun. So fun for me too. Thank you for, thank you for inviting me to be a part of it. Yeah. You're incredible. Yeah. Thank you for being here. So excited to connect, connect with you more throughout this podcast yeah i think that's all amazing amazing (laughs) have a beautiful day have a beautiful day thank you for tuning in to the primarily nourished podcast i hope you enjoyed today's episode if you feel inspired i'd love for you to leave a review this helps me reach more people and if you'd like to learn more about me you can do so on my website bridgetwillite.com or on instagram at bridgetwillite I'll leave the links in the show notes below and I'm wishing you a beautiful day. Thanks for tuning in.